Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes that they'll be useful to you on this road that we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, and I'm here again with my co-host, Patty Marbury of Finance Outreach and Compliance. Hello, Brandy. Hi, Lo. <laughs> How are you? Today? We've already had a, a few false starts at recording this podcast today, so you'll have to excuse us if we're a little giggly. Um, and today we're talking about something that's really timely, so I hope everybody will listen up because it's mid-year review time. Exciting. It's ex- it, is it? Because I'm thinking that probably out there people are going... Oh, another thing I have to do. Don't in, turn off the podcast yet. Yeah, I gotta get log on the lead <laughs> at and do some crap. But and actually, when Kelly, who's both of our uh, supervisor, when she sent us out an email and said, "Oh, it's time to do your mid-year review," I I will admit that I internally groaned a little bit, but found it a, an interesting process and really pretty useful. Mm-hmm. So we have a few tips and thoughts about. Um, how to think about your mid-year review so that you get the most benefit out of it and um, it's a useful process for you. So let's get started. So for one of the things I was thinking when you just said you kind of groaned a little bit, as I did as well. So (laughs) Full disclosure um, here. Yeah. We're not pretending. But um, I was just thinking that I definitely don't want it to be the next six months to go by before I groan again and then openly that. Absolutely. Because because life encroaches. You've got the day-to-day and you're doing your stuff and it's easy to put the stuff in lead at and never think about it again. And you kind of lose sight of your goals. You get off track and then you're hopefully you're pleasantly surprised by your end review but you may have some kind of cleanup or explaining to do too. Right. But it's definitely not useful. It's yeah. just not a useful use of, of your time to put some goals in and forget about it. So right. let's talk about yeah. making it useful. And for those of you who are not at UVA that are listening to our podcast, hopefully, um, lead at UVA is our, that we also call lead at, is our um, performance management system where we put goals in. But I'd also like to say that, you know, this thi- this talk about goals whether you have goals um, because you're an employee at UVA or you're an employee somewhere else, or um, even if you're a student or... Um, Maybe we're talking about the goals that you met, you made in the new year. Right. And so speaking of the new... Yeah, so, so these tips can, can um, help with anything like that. And then if speak- I had been such a person as to have made resolutions. <laughs> yeah, right. but, but speaking of the new year, that... That's when we kind of start thinking about our goals and whether they be personal or professional. And now that can seem like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. A lot <laughs> has happened since January 1st. But, um, but you also usually start out that new year feeling like really motivated about things. Yeah. And, and um, getting your, your goals in. And so mid-year can see, is a good time. To revisit them, even if you haven't looked at them. And plus, I think a mid-year is a good time because you're kind of also in the sweltering doldrums of the summer mm-hmm. where things are, I don't know, it feels a little slowed down and a little off kilter. And yeah. it's a good time to refocus and gather some steam and yeah. work toward what, what you are hoping to So accomplish. it's a good time to check on your progress. So, and look to see if you've met some of your goals. 
if you've made progress on some, maybe ignored some. So, so personally, I'll say when I looked at mine, um, I make my my goals pretty broad and then describe lots of action steps. I do too. Yeah. And so um, there are a few things that I looked at and I thought, ooh, like I took some actual action steps to that goal that I didn't know about when I made the goals. So I can I have some good things to report that weren't even in there. Mm-hmm. You know, additional positive progress. And then there are some things that I forgot that I thought would be a good idea. And some of them I might not do now. Like they don't they don't make sense anymore. Right. But some of them really still do make sense. Mm-hmm. I just forgot about them. <laughs> right. So it's so, so that's all to say that mid-year is actually a good time to to revisit absolutely and and a a good time to to have the conversations with your manager or if you're a manager have conversations with um your employees about that very thing like what what's been good so far and maybe all the things that they've gotten accomplished are indicative of those being things that they like or are good at Mm -hmm. maybe the things that haven't gotten accomplished are things that you're less excited about yeah. and there, there could be a, an underlying reason why yeah or maybe there's pro- a problem accomplishing those things right so I think you know the, the goal of this podcast really then is to help individuals with their goals but then also managers um, looking at their team's goals as well so um, one of the things that I I would suggest is when you first go in kind of look at your goals at the high level and the way as you do the way that I do my goals is I have a goal that's a broad goal and mine are not so much task items underneath each goal as they are sub goals yeah. so they're like goals that align with that overall goal yeah, uh, yeah. and like, so they're just smaller chunks yep. um, and so I have like four main goals and then within them I have probably um, four to six sub goals for each yep and so, um, so that's the way I structure my goals, and it works for me. So, but the, the one of the things I'd say to do first is to go in and look at those overall goals and the sub goals if you have them, and see does this make is this actually reflective of what I'm doing every day? So, am I really? Is there stuff missing? Just just from a high level, do I feel now? that the work that I'm doing every day is aligning with the things that I put in the system. And so that would be the first step, I would say. And then also kind of make note of anything that's maybe come up that assignments that you've gotten or that you, you know, have um, that you didn't include in your goals, that either because they have just recently come up or maybe you forgot about them when you did your goals in the first place. And so make sure, so I would just look at them from a high level like that first. I like that you asked that question about, um, is this reflective of what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And I know you're, I'm probably jumping the gun and we're gonna get to this as we go, but the reverse is true, right? Like when you do the mid-year review, you can think, are the things that I'm doing reflective of what my goals are? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a, in a very hectic work environment where lots of, things come at you hard and fast, it becomes a really nice um, way to weigh your priorities. Mm -hmm. If your goals are in fact what they should be for you and for your organization, 
then that's a way that you can kind of take a razor and slice through some of the stuff that's not as important. Mm -hmm. And if there's something that you're doing and you're spending a lot of time doing and it's not in your goals, then I would say talk to your manager and make sure it's something that should be. Mm -hmm. Or is it, as you say, something that can just be cut out? Maybe it's not something that the manager, your manager, or the organization really needs you to be doing. So... Um, so I like look at it from that that perspective. Um, so, so that's my first step to me would be to take a look kind of broadly at your goals and just how do you feel about it in general and what do you think might be missing and just kind of take some notes about that and then I would dive deep into Progress. each particular <laughs> right goal and sub goals and then see if you're see how you're making progress on them. So I found um, happily that I was making progress toward a lot of my goals. And we both talked as we were preparing to record today about how we found some things that we had just not done as much toward that sub-goal or sub-area. And um, that it inspired us to make a few notes on things that we needed to attend to, like some steps that can get the momentum going back mm-hmm. on that goal. Yeah. I like made a little asterisk next to each thing that I felt like I needed to go back and and had an action item around that I needed to do so that I wouldn't forget about that one so that when I go back I can I can make a to-do list around those things. But when you look at your goals and your sub goals, if you're if you feel like you're not making progress on on something, then or you maybe you're progress has stalled or maybe that you're just behind schedule um, then I think it's important to identify why and find a solution around that and that's a super practical reason to have mid-year goals right because they protect you in a way yeah from the awful cataclysm of reaching the end of the year and whoops (laughs) yeah things didn't uh, happen like they were supposed to and it was either because maybe you needed to reprioritize things or maybe because there was a change in staffing or workload somehow that kept you from yeah. doing what you thought that you could do. But nobody wants to get to the end of the year review. And it been and it have been a year since you touched base on that. And, right. and finally feel yourself responsible for something that has been off of your mind for 12 months. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think looking at those goals and um, really determining why you might be behind mm-hmm. on those or stalled out on certain things um, and ask yourself that question why am I not making progress around this goal and so it could be um, that your resources aren't allocated mm-hmm. properly maybe you need more I don't know maybe it's something that involves budget and you don't have the budget to do whatever you're doing or maybe you need help from people um, or more time um, or information that you need from somewhere that you that you're not getting. So look at the resources that you have around that goal. It could be a lack of resources that's keeping you from from achieving that. Um, so, and then I also think that sometimes you determine that there are roadblocks. So maybe it's something that you need from a different department and it's not on their goals. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not their priority, um, but you might need to get some more you know, help from someone else, maybe your manager, or um, have, have, you know, 
somebody else you're in your sphere of influence yes. which can be another podcast we could talk about that but but um just somebody else who you can kind of leverage some influence over to get your get that person to help you that's a really solid point is that the mid-year process is not only a good time for you to check where you are mm-hmm. but it's a good time for your manager to intervene if you need help with something mm-hmm. for whatever reason you know if it's resources if it's budget if it's just simply that it's not a task that you're maybe you need more training on something you know there, yeah. there's so many reasons why it could be yeah. not going that well and right there there are resources to help with those kinds of right. things so, so seek help in overcoming those roadblocks um, We've focused on the negative so far. I know. <laughs> well, th- these first things are like a little bit negative, but um, the good stuff's coming. Yeah, one of the the other reasons why you might not be making progress is kind of what we alluded to at the beginning is that you just don't pay attention to your goals when yeah. you get them in. <laughs> yeah. You you just get them in. You're like, Phew, that's over with, and then I'm going to go about my work. Yeah. And so you don't really go back to, oh yeah, you know, I forgot about that sub goal or. You know, where's the time gone? Um, I thought that I'd be done with that by now, but I'm not. And so just kind of going back and, and making sure that you're paying attention to them. And so I would say if you haven't already, and this is, and I admit that I haven't done this yet, but I plan to, is to review them on a more regular basis. And so a whatever works for you, whether it's yeah. a weekly or sometimes a daily or if, it, or if it's a making a copy of them, a paper copy, mm-hmm. or writing down your kind of the goals that you need to work on that week and making a post-it or a and, whiteboard. Or, and like we were talking about earlier, that thinking about your day-to-day activities in relationship to those mm-hmm. goals is very clarifying. Yeah. Having them so present like that, yeah, it's not a silly thing to do. It can actually, if you're a person, I, I speak from personal experience, if you're like me and you're a person who... Um, can kind of get a little bit, um, you can drown a bit in just the sheer amount of stuff flying around and all the balls that you're Mm -hmm. keeping in the air and you're doing different things almost minute to minute. Um, Having that, I guess, like a a post, a goal post to aim for Mm -hmm. or a point on the map that you're headed to, Mm -hmm. it can be refreshing and clarifying every day, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, not that these are the be-all, end-all, but when you know, okay, really, no, this is what I'm doing, and this is, this is why what I'm doing here at work. Yeah, why I'm doing it and why it matters. Yeah. Um, but I also think having the system is great, but out of sight is out of mind. 100%. And so that's why I think, and this is something that I, I plan to do, is somehow making a list of it, whether it's, and, and having it more, Visible and practical tip: If you're making a list and like kind of keeping track, think how easy your annual review is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you, oh yeah, yeah, you're not going to have to sit down and think, oh crap, what did I do with this? Yeah, you're you're totally going to know. Yeah. One, so one future the, you will thank you. I had a um, colleague who was one of my direct reports a while back, and if she's listening to the podcast, she'll know who it is. But she used to do that very well. She kept a she kept track, and I don't really know how she did it. Whether it was in a word document or an email that she just kept, um, you know, in right. draft, but really kept track of the work that she did um, all the time. And so when goal or review time came around, she was able to just copy and paste stuff into 
um, the system, and her like comments, self comments were really detailed and long. Um, but it was great to be able to have that and not have to spend hours yes. at that time, um, at the review time, and knowing of, that you're forgetting stuff. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I, I recommend whatever works for you that you do that way. But also, um, goals can seem overwhelming, and I have to admit too that I felt a little overwhelmed when I was starting to do my self evaluation because I felt like, wow, time's passing, and I feel like there's still so much to do. Um, so. As we both said, I think it's really important to make sure that your goals are broken down into sub-goals and then even further into like steps or yeah. actionable steps. So, um, so, so do that. And then finally, on the negative, making maybe you're spending too much time on one particular goal and kind of ignoring some others. And so make sure that you kind of track the time that you're spending on goals. So... And on the positive side, yeah. you may find, as we did on certain uh, portions of the goals that we had laid out for ourselves, that you'd done more than you thought you had. Right. That's always the case, that you, you realize that you've achieved some of the things that you thought that you, know, you, you maybe had forgotten about or had put on the back burner. Yeah. And then you realize that you've achieved it or can you know, cross it off your list. And hopefully, going forward then, being more mindful of your goals in all of your day-to-day work, Mm -hmm. you'd find that your check-ins would be more and more like that. Because when you're more mindful about the work that you're doing and the choices that you're making, that those will be less happy surprises and more just like happy expected things. Look, I've been doing stuff toward this. Well, and so many of our goals, too, are ongoing from year to year. Yep. And so once you do it well and you're able to kind of make those sub goals and look at them and make sure that they're um, like we talk about smart goals a lot mm-hmm. make sure they're measurable and achievable your t- that your deadlines are reasonable then your t- your next year's goals are that much easier to develop too so what if you need to update your goals a little bit yeah so look at your deadlines see if you need to change those and update them um, and see if you missed anything and need to add things into your goals. Talk with your manager about um, if there's anything that's not relevant any longer um, or that you're not, you know, that you're maybe shouldn't be working on. Things change sometimes, Absolutely. priorities change. Yep. I'll give a good example of that. We, one of my goals was to um, help the U First team with Im- implementation of the new learning management system and the deadline changed yep you can in my goals it was july 1st because that was when it was going to be implemented and they changed the deadline to january 1st so um in that case i don't necessarily need to talk it over with kelly my manager to change that goal i can change the deadline knowing that the the deadline has been moved out but in others you might say um you know, there might be other reasons why the deadline needs to move, and it might be more appropriate for you to discuss with your manager before you just start changing deadlines. Yep. I, I think of myself coming into the communications role. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been here two years now, like almost to the day. Whoa. Wow. What a weird realization. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's been great. But um, especially my first year in the check-in um, 
process, I remember having to take out some of the goals that I had set, um, those sub goals, like you talk mm-hmm. about, um, because in my inexperience and naivete, I yeah. set out some things that just didn't end up being the right fit for um, UVA finance. And Kelly and I had conversations about like what we were replacing those with, but she agreed with those changes because, mm-hmm. I mean, it just wasn't applicable. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that starting yeah. out. Another thing, um, uh, more on the positive end of things, <laughs> is um, that you mentioned when we were talking before the podcast, before we started recording, you mentioned that you should look across your goals too and see where you're doing really well. Yep. And that might be where your strengths are. And That's a really important point. And like we had a, one day we'll record podcast outtakes. No, we won't. <laughs> But but uh, that was a really interesting conversation because um, I think that when you start looking at the things that you do well and what you're, it's easy to spend time on mm-hmm. and what comes naturally and what you have the energy to go in and do versus what kind of keeps getting pushed forward and forward and forward on your calendar or mm-hmm. back further and further and further in your mind or lower mm-hmm. on the to-do list reveals your preferences and your strengths, what energizes you and brings you to work every day happy and fulfills you versus what is a drag on you. Mm-hmm. And those are great things for your overall professional development for you to identify as soon as possible and start talking with your manager and thinking through yourself mm-hmm. about how that impacts your overall job and life. Yeah. And not to say that you ignore the things no. that you don't like to do or that you I mean just I, I tend exclude to but. <laughs> yeah. but but that you exclude them from your goals or yeah. that you change your job entirely. No, That's but, not what but awareness is about. great. Yeah. And also, you know, as your job develops your you know, your role year by year by year, thinking about your strengths and your position and um, you know, as there's opportunity to develop that. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Like you were talking about how, so one of my goals was to launch this podcast. I had no idea. In fact, I had a completely different idea of what it was going to be like. And I had no idea that I'd have a co-host. And Mm -hmm. it was really offhand the way that that came about. So... When I, I think look, I did, I did uh, you asked me to do one of the first yes, podcasts. And I enjoyed talking with you, and we talk a lot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, why don't you? Um, and so anyway, it, those, I looked at my goals mid-year and was happy that the podcast had launched, that we have lots of episodes. And Patty looked in her goals, and the podcast had launched, and she had recorded lots of episodes, but it wasn't in her goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's found that that's something that she really enjoys. Yeah. Um, and not just because, you know, we get along or whatever, because not I'm because so wonderful. I have a great co-host. Yeah, because I, I am so wonderful, but that's not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. But um, because you said you really just, it gives you energy and you like to do. Yeah. It's part of that whole coaching thing that you like to do. Yes, yeah. right. When I see those things on my calendar, I'm excited for the day. Yeah, it's going to be and a so, nice day. Um, so that's that's what I mean by that. It's, it's, it's not necessarily about, like analyzing Mm -hmm. it's about looking at your goals and looking at your day day day-to-day things that you do and think about how you feel about it yep so it's more of a feeling than like a really analyzing where you're making progress or you know all the things I just mentioned a little while ago it's it's less about that than looking and saying 
what gets me excited about yep. this work that I'm doing. And you know, I will say something. This is just a gratuitous shout out to UVA Finance because again, I've been here two years now and I had a background in communications, nothing in finance, and had never worked with financial people and making air quotes. And it's been really great to get to hear why people do what they do, you know, doing blog interviews and things and talking with people because people in finance, this group uh, in UVA finance, they really are passionate about what they do in terms of like solving problems, making things better for people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty easy for a lot of the people that I've talked to at least to identify what it is they really like about their job. Mm-hmm. And it's just energizing even for me just to see, oh, yeah. that's cool. That's Same here. How you see yourself yeah. and what makes you excited. That's how, that's how my experience yeah. has been here as well. So, so again, just feel, pat yourselves on the back. Yeah. Audience, you're awesome. Yeah, and then also, um, as as... I think I said at the beginning that not only um, employees or individual contributors should think about their goals like this, but managers should be using this opportunity, especially if their their team members are looking at the goals and identifying, you know, what what they really like about mm-hmm. the things that they do and what gives them um, energy and right. what they're good at and where their strengths are. Um, managers can also then take that opportunity to look across their teams and see how they're using their team members' yes. skills and abilities yep. in the best way for the team. So, And, yeah. you know, while we're talking about that conversation that you're having with your manager, it's a good time, too, because, again, day-to-day gets going, and here we are mm-hmm. mid-year, and we all have a ton to do, but development is a part of the yearly plan, and... Right. People might not have thought yet about, you know, am I going to go to a conference? Am I going to, how am I going to achieve some kind of development goal? And um, it's a good time to think about that. But Patty and I had some thoughts on ways you might do that that aren't as hard as Well, this year people may have sort of forgotten about the development goals because in our UVA system, it wasn't, it's not there actually. It doesn't mean that that people should be ignoring professional development, but it wasn't actually in the system as something somebody had to, that people had to put yep and so a lot of people didn't put anything and then therefore have kind of out of sight out of mind (laughs) really out of sight out of mind but um yeah so professional so if you're halfway through the year and you think oh I haven't gone to a conference or I haven't scheduled anything or you know classes I haven't gone to any and now I'm behind the you know curve on that yeah. yeah I think that try not to be so hard on yourself. Just think of there are lots of ways for to to get professional development and to continue your growth and learning, um, including listening to the podcast and we're reading here books. to help yeah. you. Yeah, reading um, books for either the book club or other books that you're interested in um, in reading um, about different ways to to help you. You know, be a better, be better at work, better in your per- personal or professional life. My one um, word co- helpful comment is going to be this: audiobooks. <laughs> oh right, Brandy's <laughs> big into audiobooks, but um, I don't have time to read, and that's the sad thing. <laughs> but also, the new talent development group um, that used to be the Center for Leadership Excellence, yep. they've just come out with their second half of the year listing of mm-hmm. classes 
And so go see if there's anything of interest yep. there. It's only a couple hours. Yep. Check out some class. lunch and learns. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we just, there's lots of opportunities. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a conference or a certification program or a degree or anything like that. It can be a class or a book or Absolutely. a podcast. We'll link some of those things down in the show notes um, because you might want to also check out the UEA Finance Book Club. Yeah. Because that's good stuff there. So, wow, we've been talking for a while. Do, yeah. Is there anything we need to make sure that we include before we wrap this one up today? Yeah, but I don't think that was boring. No, it wasn't boring. We never think we're boring. <laughs> um, but you know what? Here, that actually makes me think of something, listening, listening audience, dear audience, now that we've complimented you. Um, when you are listening to the podcast on iTunes, don't forget to rate us. We would love to hear your feedback. You can also leave feedback on the blog and on the uh, Podbean platform if you're listening on your desktop. So do feel free to do that or you can email Patty and I directly too. Um, We'd love to hear topic suggestions. We'd love to hear that you want us um, to do something um, more or differently, but don't tell us to stop laughing at ourselves because we won't. So I think that's the end of the the pod for today. We really appreciate you joining us again today. You can read more about what finance is up to on the UVA Finance blog, or um, later we're going to have a Jive community. Big news coming about that soon. If you've got an idea for a podcast or know somebody who's doing good stuff, please do let us know. You can email us. You can tweet us at UVA underscore finance. But for now, that's all. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.